what it is, what it do, and how the hell are all of you? Yours truly, Petra. I fuck it back with another mother lover. You already know the deal. Grab your smoke, grab your drink, and lock in with your boy because we back with another one. In this episode, I'm going to be going over the climate czar, Greta Thunberg, and some of their crazy ass ideas. I already talked about Bill Gates and how he wants to go with 100% synthetic beef and how he thinks we can get there even though it might not taste right this that the other because this man is fucking insane so right now it's bill gates greta thunberg and whatever other jackass is trying to lead the charge on climate change especially john Kerry with his jet flying 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 and speaking of flying that's how greta thunberg gets around too it's not like oh she took the boat the one time but she still be flying let's keep that shit 1000 so they're just going to play this game and act as if they're better than everybody else as they're doing worse things to the environment. Now, this article is from four days ago. It's from The Guardian. Sustainable green jobs are likely to grow after COVID-19. Fred Brown is a part of the Generation Greta. Young people pursuing careers to fight the climate crisis. Inspired partly by the teenage activist Greta Thunberg, if we want natural environment to be around for the next generation, we have to conserve it now, says the 26-year-old. Greta has proven we have a voice for we have a voice that can create change. Yeah, at the expense of a whole lot of other people. Now hmm. Green jobs are likely to provide a promising alternative, says Costa's I am gonna birch their name, director of the University of Bath's MSC in sustain in sustainability and management. Most roles and enterprises will become greener, so postgrads from every discipline are required. The green agenda will form from the bedrock from regeneration from COVID-19. It will drive innovation, growth, and employment, says Chris Doran, subject of a head of strategy and people management at the University of Salford. Some 700,000 new jobs in low-carbon sectors could be created by 2030. More than a million by 2050, says the local government association. Ooh, so nine years from now. In by 2050. They smoking on dick. Hmm. Yeah, I said they smoking on dick. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, you heard me. <laughs> smoking on it. About a half. About half will be clean electricity generation. A fifth will be involved in installing, installing energy efficient products such as installation. While nine percent, nineteen percent will be providing low carbon services such as finance. A further 14% of the jobs will relate to manufacture and low-emission vehicles and infrastructure. Now, see, they're just promising a whole lot of shit. And that's really what it seems like. A, lot, a bunch of promises. Now, this is the other side of the pond. That's, that's really what it is. It's the other side of the pond. And they, this person, the project manager for, uh, again... He later joined the uh, Energy Contours, which develops and runs the wind farms and solar parks. The project manager says the green economy is the economy of the future. I don't believe that. Because as long as there's coal and there's nuclear, that's always going to be an option, no matter how many people say we have to get away from that. It works better. Seemingly, it seems to be more efficient. Now, there are cases in all situations where bad things and catastrophes happen where shit doesn't work the way it's supposed to but nuclear and coal generally have a better track record in my opinion and i think in my lifetime than green energy does 
Now, not that green energy isn't something that people can strive for and that we couldn't strive for to have at some point, but right now I think coal is actually a legitimate way to go. But having Bill Gates at the head of it, and this is from The Guardian six days ago, Bill Gates' carbon neutrality is a decade in a decade is a fairy tale. Why peddle fantasies? But he's still going to shoot for it. He still wants to avoid, and he thinks eating synthetic beef is a way to get there. That's that's him. Not it's not how everybody else thinks. Now, this is a Daily Caller article about John Kerry. John Kerry says we have nine years left until climate catastrophe. Again. How many times have we heard this in different decades, years ago? We've heard this, I've heard at least this, at least from 2013 on. 12 years, 5 years, 10 years, 15 years, 7 years, whatever, however many years they're giving it. It jumps, man. <laughs> Climate czar John Kerry said during an appearance on CBS this morning, we have nine years left to advert a climate catastrophe and there's no room for bullshit when it comes to climate change, Kerry told CBS Ben Tracy. Given the 18, 2018 projection that we had 12 years left to avoid climate disaster, three years later we now have nine years left. Ooh, he can subtract. We also said the initial mandates put forth in 2016 climate accord were the United States was screwed. America is the second largest emitter behind China of greenhouse gases and are warming the planet. So what about India? Even if we did everything that we said we were going to do when we signed up in the Paris, we would see the Earth's rise, temperature rise somewhere around 3.7 degrees or more, which is catastrophic, Kerry said. The new American envoy for climate change also said that while he thinks efforts to make renewable energy more affordable and car companies like General Motors committing to be mostly electric by 2035 are a positive step, a much faster transition to clean energy is necessary. This is a move that will both create and cost jobs he told Tracy no Kerry's been very very clear those that were building the pipelines that were making a hundred thousand dollars a year could now go make solar panels for like fifty thousand he made it clear he don't give a damn Biden said on Friday they'll announce more of a concrete climate plan before Earth Day in April but I mean Biden signed 17 executive orders uh, and that was on his first day in uh, office, and that one of them was uh, getting right back into the Paris Agreement, which was a fucking joke. And he knows it was a joke, too. Let's keep that 1,000. And it's really just not, it's not good, man. It's just, this is not good. You're gonna, you're having people like John Kerry and Greta Thunberg and Bill Gates literally talk about people losing their entire livelihoods, everything they've ever lived for, everything they've ever worked for, to completely switch jobs, to switch up to something else. To switch up to something else. Get a whole new job. Start something completely new. And hope for the best. Yeah. I don't know how a dude that's been working on an oil rig is going to go get paid top dollar put solar panels together and that's not what he went to school or for or went to trade for. Let's keep it 1,000. Now, that being said, I just think it's fucked. I just think 
a lot of like what Bill Gates is doing is fucked up. I think what John Kerry is a fucked up person. I think what Greta Thunberg is out here spewing is fucked up because she doesn't even know what she's talking about. She's a fucking kid in a grown-ups game. That's 100% what I think, and I'm always keeping a buck. Always keeping a buck. I ain't got no reason to lie. I ain't got, you ain't got to lie to kick it. You ain't got to lie to look cool, and I ain't going to start lying today. But that's really all I have when it comes to these articles. Really just, what do you guys think? You think John Kerry's right? You think they're going to be giving, creating more jobs or costing more jobs? You think we only got nine years left? I guess that's the biggest question. Is Greta Thunberg, Bill Gates, and John Kerry really the ones that are going to tell us how long we got left or what we should do and how we should live? I'm going to say no.